The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. Paul Slater, TCO, the chosen one. John Gosey, the boss man. Things are looking up when I'm abbreviating nicknames now. Yeah. Also, through my surprise, I didn't know one started with O. Yeah. It was the chosen W-O-N. Oh. The chosen one. Like, you already completed yeah. your task. Well, I guess. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Huge show today. We have former Millican basketball coach. He's now working with, uh, what is it? West Coast Elite. West Coast Elite. Under Armour West Coast Elite. Dude, he's got a lot of freaking cool Under Armour stuff that we need to get get on board with. He looked good. Spieth is sponsored by Under Armour. Your boy. Oh, I know. He said we could get him something. I mean, we gave him a shirt. Now, like I always thought Under Armour was the thing you wear under your baseball jerseys. It used to Whaley be. At Park. It used to be. Is they still doing that? I don't Are even they know. totally out of that game? Everybody's expanding map, nowadays. But see, that's what got them on the map. Yeah. Nice, cold baseball game. That's You're skin to, tight. Ooh, around I'm, your skin, and you sweat in it. It's really tough to get off. Yeah, that's like, a nightmare. It's caught around your neck a little bit. That's a nightmare. But when you lose, you kind of want to choke yourself. Playing football, all the fat guys that would wear those Under Armour, yep. they, it, ha- it was funny to watch them try to get those off. Yeah. It was cool. Fat guys love Under Armour. Yep, it's true. It's a fact. Big show. Chris Francis. We had him at... Supermex on spring. It's not off spring. Supermex on spring. Supermex on spring. Street. Uh, great place. How? When did they put that in? Like two, three years ago? Maybe more? Maybe more. It. Remember when it first went in and it was just like the best thing ever? Yeah. It's a, it transformed the area. It really did. It, it finally gave us a nice, good place to go. We don't have to go to Second Street mm-hmm. all or, the way down there. Or over in Lakewood. Uh, I mean, no one goes to Supermex in Lakewood. Yeah, but I'm just saying. It was right there in the middle for us people that live... Over here in the 90815 slash 90808. Right. So if I'm going to Candlewood, I'm going to the Sioux Plantation. Of course. Well, it's a no-brainer. Hey, Sioux Plantation is low-key underrated, though. Very underrated. Love that place. Hey, dude, by the way, did you uh, watch the Germany? They lost? Your boys lost. Those are, not, they, those are not my boys. Well, you're half German. That's not even close to being German. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a German. Yeah, I'm handsome. Oh, like, are you a quarter German? I th- I think I might be. I think you got a little bit of German. In I you. think I I think I'm a quarter German. So your boys are gone. Crazy stat here: four out of the last five World Cup champions have been knocked out. Have not advanced out of the group stage the next year, or the next World Cup. Because you know the people forget the World Cup comes around every four years. Yeah. Did you know that? Didn't know it. Doesn't really change my life too much. Got to be disappointing. What is what kind of di- what are some things that disappoint you in life? <laughs> is this is this grind my gears? No, it's just I was just thinking about what disappoints me. I got so many. For, you know what I was just thinking about right now is how come every time I walk into the office it's so freaking hot? No one else uses the AC. To see that does that's not how I feel. I feel absolutely no great right now. No, I'm sweating. There You're you go. sweating. 
we need to figure out one nice temperature where everybody's comfortable because I'm sitting over there in the corner underneath the AC yeah, and it's, it's cold five over degrees there. over there. It is cold over And I can't there. deal with it. I have to bring a sweatshirt to the office. Speaking of grind my gears, I have to bring a sweatshirt to the office when it's 95 degrees outside. Well, you want to wear a sweatshirt or you want me to just be in here nude? Because it's... That might... That'd be fine. That'd be fine. I don't fine. think people are going to... See, I think, I think people say they're fine with that, but they're not. They're not. They might, you know, it's, it's one of the things you can't even test out. I can't even easier, test the water. Is it me. easier to take clothes off or put clothes on? Uh, I think it's off. It's the fire. Would you rather burn by fire or, or ice conundrum? Would you rather? I'd probably go with fire because it, I've done it before. If you get burned by ice, it's like that's a shock to, to you. Yeah, and ice sticks to you when it's really cold. You ever had yeah, that? Yeah, and then you, you can't get it off. Dude, What if you got burned by ice, you could never get that thing off of your skin. So you just, it's there and it's just like, oh, I got to sit through this for a while. Well, do you like iced tea or hot tea? See now we're talking. Trick question. Uh, coffee. Okay, you're you're a coffee guy, but that was not the question. I'm more of, I'm more of a iced tea guy. Yep, I could do a little icy at a supermax. Yeah, I'm more like of an during a lunchtime yeah. when when you take the With rare that crunch ice that they have. Oh, are you kidding me? What'd you get, supermax? By the way, I got. Well, I don't even know what did I get because you you're the one that ordered it for oh, me. Yeah, I made you get a burrito. I don't even remember what I got. I made you get a burrito. No, you made me get two tacos. Oh yeah, but then you ordered the burrito, and then you're like, you know what? You can have the burrito. <laughs> I, I was like, f that, some, bro. I want to get some different stuff going. It's freaking ridiculous. It was a good burrito, good tacos. What I usually get is number fourteen, which because is it's my favorite number. So I always look at fourteen first. Okay, but do you even know what it is? It's two cheese enchiladas, rice and beans. Uh, okay. It's like it's not nothing fancy, but it, if you go there. I'm one of those guys that I prefer cheese enchiladas over the meat enchiladas. Yeah, because you're vegan. Uh, that's not true. I'm vegetarian. See, you can't order cheese enchiladas. What are you, four years old? They're so good. That's absurd. Throw some meat inside there. Like, I can. You're not going to go to freaking Chipotle and get like a it's Chipotle. veggie. Chipotle. And get a veggie burrito. I'm just not going to go to Chipotle. Yeah, that's true. Let's be honest. Why is it's the only burrito place I could think of? Supermax. Besides Supermax. Because Supermax, we were just talking about it. Yeah. Okay. You're absurd. I can't believe you did that. Anyways, that really pissed me off. You got to <laughs> <laughs> you, you grind my gears? I got a couple. Well, Gar- I had one, but then you brought... You just brought up to me this whole... Well, we, we have a new producer, Pajama Jack. Yeah, he's not here. He's not here. His first big show. Couldn't come. He's got orientation at Long Beach State. Are you out of your mind? It's the first week of summer. I think that's Long Beach State's fault, though. Well, I don't. It it's not Pajama oh, Jack's not, fault. No, no, no. Believe me, it's all Long Beach State's fault. But no. if he was a true bad boy like us, initiation, spin zone, he shouldn't have went to orientation. Here's the thing. Figure it out on your own. It's the first week of summer. He should just be like, like going through that period where he's just kind of like very bored and mm-hmm. and realizing like, oh my god, what am I gonna, like, like kind of getting very depressed about the rest of his life. That's what I would hope he's doing. Not going to some orientation. Because, like, you know, you just graduated high school. You're like, whoa, I got nothing now. Dude, summer going into college is the best And you summer. should just be getting drunk all the time, let's be honest. But well, we can't no, sit no, in there because no, no, his parents no. might listen. Yeah, that's well, that, no, no, no. It's false, 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 false. Uh, also, well, here's my biggest problem with it. The fact that these kids go to orientation early, then it brings in one of my least favorite things is these college kids, like, that haven't gone to college and start talking to you about what college is going to be like because they went to orientation. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, like yeah. Think, I remember that. I they remember think that. they know it, and they're like, oh, it's so super cool. Long Beach is so cool. Like, we did this icebreaker, and, and like, oh, my God, did you know that there's this this one statue that looks like a vagina on campus? It's just like, shut <laughs> up. 
That's that's literally a true thing, or I think isn't that true? I was blowing bubble. Yeah. At my orientation at the U of O, I was blowing bubbles off my tongue, and one of the bubbles landed on the girl next to me, and she was so pissed. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh man, what a time! Bad boys for life, baby. I like that. Well, speaking of bubbles, my real one. Okay, go ahead. My real grandma gears is soap. Not soap. The what kind of soap? Hand soap? No. The, yeah, the ones or that dish soap. where you just put your hand under. Oh, and then gosh. it's supposed to come out because I've realized now that they can sense. Those soap detectors do not sense hands. They sense weakness. Because when I'm not sure exactly what to do, I never get it. I was at this soap dispenser, and I was like not knowing what to do, and I was waving my hand under it very not confidently, and it never came out. And finally, some other guy comes up and does his, and he just puts it exactly where my hand was. So then I tried it again, and it know. worked. Yeah. So yeah. what is that? So c- because I'm not the most confident soap getter, I can't get soap? That's a joke. I'm on your side there. I, I think... They need to bang all automatic. See, it's all. Re- yeah, I it, agree. Also, they need to bang automatic w- uh, the, water. What is it called? Faucets. Yeah, oh, for sure. Those, and the paper towels. That's. It's all a nightmare. Why can't I just lift it up and I'll, I'll put it back down? Right. You know what I mean? Society's gone that wrong to where you don't trust somebody to, to, to like put turn, their own faucet up. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. And then with the paper towels, like let's just have the paper. T- I don't even like the thing. On the side where you got to put your finger in there and roll it. You I'm a I'm big press thing down. Do, do, oh, yeah. Do, the do, presser do. is the great. Oh, yeah. I could crank that bad boy. Yeah, me too. Times. And I'm not going to use too much. I'm, no. I'm not. What's the word that I'm thinking about? Uh, I'm a humanitarian. Yeah. You Or no, no. Is it, what do you care about the environment? What's a man none? What's an, what's an, when you care about the environment? What is that? Uh, hu- habitar- hu- habitat for humanitarian. Hab- habitat for humanitarian. That's what I am. That's what I am. You are. Remember when I put the faucet down? It was leaking a little bit, yep. and I pushed it down myself. See, that's what—that's why people don't trust anyone anymore. Also, I don't want to like get too into this, but I was flying over the country this weekend, and I realized this whole thing about the paper. There's so many damn trees. Why are we worried about trees? The whole country's filled with trees. Like we don't live in a—we live in the desert. I don't know if you know your biomes well, but we live in a desert. Mm-hmm. But like there are a lot of trees. Don't we live in a coastal region? There's trees everywhere. There's like you can't. There are trees growing off trees, growing off trees. Yeah, but you also people forget it produces oxygen, which you need to breathe. So we need some trees. Right, but we just replant them. I'm just saying it's not like we're gonna run out. Okay. It's not like there's only so many trees. We kill them all and boom. You take a tree, you plant a new one, and let's have let's have an adequate amount of paper. That's all I want. Oh, don't get me start start on these cheap toilet papers either. I don't really need paper, in all honesty. You need toilet paper. I can smell you right now. Yeah. Well, I need toilet paper, but I don't need regular old paper. Okay. I could bang it for now on. Like, when do I ever use it? You know, to, like, maybe mail something? That's it. That's it. And I don't even need to mail stuff. No. Or female stuff. I mean, we're we're not problematic on this show. We're not. We're all right. Not. I got to grab my gears. I got to grind my gears here for you. Check this out. So, it's World Cup season, obviously, and I've been watching every single game. Uh, match. Sorry, match. I've been watching every match. 5 a.m., 8 a.m., 11 a.m. It's been great. But what really freaking grinds my gears is when Fox tells you that coverage starts at 4 a.m. Pacific time. And I'm thinking that the game starts at 4 p.m. Pacific time. So, I wake up for 4 p.m., 4 a.m., and it doesn't start for another hour. So they just wanted me to turn the tube on so that they can get that one more hour of viewership. Like, that's absurd to me. So you know what I've been doing now? 
I always talk smack on ESPN because they suck, but I go to the ESPN app and they tell you what the real time of the game is because mm-hmm. they don't want Fox to get their viewership. This is people's lives. It's just, yeah, what do you, like, I'm losing an hour of sleep. That's hurting me and my production in the day. That pisses me off. Another thing that pisses me off about Fox is the freaking announcers are just awful. They're awful. I'm telling you, the, even the main guys, like the main two guys, the, the guy that's the freaking color commentator, not the color guy, the analyst sounds like a freaking six-year-old. He's terrible, and they try to pretend like they know like the dictionary better than us because they try to be British. They try to have the little British accents, but they're American. Don't waste my time. Just explain it to me as an American talking to an American. I know we're not in the World Cup. Oh, man, that ticks me off so much. You know what I like the most? You haven't been watching any of these, but my favorite guys you know are the two uh, Mexican dudes. I was listening. I watched this morning. Too. Those guys are all time. Yeah, they're they're like the ones that speak only Spanish. Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. no. Oh. They speak. Well, I was watching. You can tell that they speak Spanish with by their accents, but okay, this guy. But they're talking in English. In English, but dude, they are hilarious. Okay, and I don't even know if they mean to be hilarious, but they're so funny. It's all time. I was watching on an only Spanish channel this morning, mm-hmm. and the guy scores a PK. And he still does that goal for for over sixty seconds. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it, but it was a PK. Like you were supposed to put that in. You, it do, was very not exciting. Do the Hispanic guys have to yell out goal even when their the other team scored against the Mex- Mexican Mexico I think teams? Because so. they did today, and you could tell that it was kind of half ass. Yeah, like oh. but like don't don't do it then. You know? Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. All right, let's get to the interview. Coach Francis, <laughs> what? We got hot there. Is there anybody like Coach Francis? No, no. There isn't. This is a good dude. How much do you wish that he coached you at some point in I your life? I do wish that. I uh, feel like I, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty gritty guy. I feel like, but if I played for him too, I'd I, be a different person. I mean, it's these coaches, and, and I think maybe the closest example we've had on our show is Peabody over at LBCC. But like where you, they they just breathe passion mm-hmm. like this guy and we'll get a little bit into to why he stepped down but this guy wanted nothing more than to make Milliken the greatest basketball school of all time and make his players the best they could be and he cared about every single minute that he spent on that court practice or game like Milken was terrible yeah. for the longest time and this guy comes in changes the culture a little bit they start winning ball games because that's all he cares about he cares about winning ball games and making his kids better as people and players, mm-hmm. and that's what we should be doing. We shouldn't coddle our kids so that they're freaking losers when they grow up. He creates winners. I'll tell you what did piss me off kind of, though, during the interview, was he, like, you and him have known each other for a while, and he knows you're a Milliken guy, and he's a Milliken guy. You, Coach Francis and Paul were basically just looking each other in the eye the entire time, acting as if I was not there. I felt like, uh, you know. Well, you bring nothing to the table anyways, so. That's <laughs> true. I I probably I don't even remember. I'm sure I just started eating because I'm just. <laughs> I'm sure the video will will show that I just started munching chips and salsa, but like I was trying to get a little eye connection with Coach Francis too. But it was just you had him locked, you had him locked the entire time. We share a special bond. There's no doubt about I, it. I could see. I sent him a picture the, uh, the other night of uh, me drinking a Mad Dog, and he got super pumped. Oh, nice. Yeah, you super rowdy about that. All right, let's get to the interview. Interview, Coach Chris Francis. 
former Millican basketball coach, now coaches, or he's always been coaching at West Coast Elite, Under Armour, Travel Ball, AAU, wherever it is. Super Mex on spring. Before we get to the interview, though, let's talk about our uh, our girl, Michelle K. Your number one hardworking Long Beach realtor provides personal one-on-one service and has earned the trust and loyalty of hundreds and hundreds of clients. Michelle gives back to the community through twice yearly shred events and donates a portion of her earnings to the Long Beach Century Club. Have you seen Michelle K lately? Uh, she she tw- she tweeted at me the other day and I was very well, I very I fired up. Wait, what'd you say? I don't know. She called me TCO. Oh, nice. The chosen one. Yeah. And I I really like the nickname, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going with it. That was nice. nice. That was nice of her. Download the Michelle K app at the App Store. Michelle with one L. If you don't know that by now, then what are you doing with Ooh. your life? You know what? I did talk to Michelle K last week. And she was worried because our app was unavailable. I mean, our uh, podcast. Oh. And I had to tell her, for those who aren't who are new to the podcast game, sometimes podcasts are just unavailable. Like, that just happens. Really? And it's just you got to wait a couple hours or, or a day or so. Uh, just close out the app. Heard that. It happens with all the big ones. No, you know, it's what do you mean all the big ones? Like, it happens with Shoot Your Shot. It happens okay. with that new 908 show podcast we have going. Okay. Um, and it happens with other ones that are more national. Yeah. You just, no Oops. big deal, you know? Just close it out. I'll tell you what you do. Go wash your dishes. See, that's a everyone good idea. has dishes all the time because even if you just did them, you probably just ate. Yeah. So and you got to redo them. See, that's another grind my gears. Yeah. We got to figure out a way where yeah, it's, no more dishes. Dish situation is getting ridiculous, but just it, it'll be fine. What were we talking about? Michelle K. Oh yeah, they're talking about the app store because we she, you need to go download her app, the yeah. Michelle K app, and it's because it's Michelle with one L. And start searching for your dream home today. BetterLivingInLongBeach.com. Shout out to Michelle. Wow. Unbelievable. Over here at Supermex, off of Spring Street. Hell of a spot. Great chips and salsa. Uh, my favorite food is chips and salsa, by the way. So this is why I, I, I come here a lot. Have you had, it, had any yet? Not yet, but... It's Supermex on Spring Street. Yeah, the official name. So you, you can't go say off Spring Street. It's on Spring Street. It's yeah. literally the opposite. Because we're always on. We're yeah. always on. Yeah. Speaking of always on, we got our guy, former Millican basketball coach, Chris Francis, What's now up? coaching for West Coast Elite, right? Under Armour West Coast yes, Elite. Sir. West Coast Elite, Under Real, real quick, in. how could you do that to me? How could you leave Millican? I thought we had something good going. Tell you something, Millican is like one of the most unbelievable times of my life, man. Uh, just got to start off by saying, man, uh, shout out to uh, Dr. Cornejo, Ben Martinez, Monica Daly, Keisha Irvin. That was the uh, the uh, administrative staff that hired me. Chris Kinder, Ms. Mary Lou Hall. Uh, without those people, it wouldn't be no Coach Francis at Millican. And uh, I'll never forget those people. Shout uh, out Mary Lou for sure. Yeah, Mary Lou Hall, oh, that's I, our girl. I, I love that woman, man. I, I love that woman with all my heart, man. I, I still remember. That's the first person I ever met at Milliken. You know, like they say, first impressions last a lifetime. I'll never forget. She greeted me with a friendly smile, and the last day I left out the door, she had that same smile on her face. So uh, She might be the nicest lady that I know. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And I've been around. I've been a few places, man, and she in my top five, without a doubt. Wow, that's, that's huge. Big. That's she, huge. She, she's going to hear this video. She'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, she's going to be fired uh, I mean, up. Every word, Miss Mary Lou, love you to death, sweetheart. Was there, so like, I still don't understand why you left. Was there any sort of misunderstanding? Is there anything you could give us? Like, what's you know your what? side of the story? I, you know what? Uh, I'll be honest with you, man. I, uh, I kind of like the way I left because uh, it's like this. Like I always tell the kids in coaching, 
you know, you don't get to lead the game on your terms. You know, everybody want to be Michael Jordan, make the game winner, they take the picture, and you ride off into the sunset. Of course, that's why how I would have loved to have left Milliken. Win a more league championship, win a CIF championship, and ride off into the sunset. But it didn't work out that way, man. Uh, my dad told me if you don't have nothing positive to say, then don't say nothing at all. Uh, it's not that it was a negative experience, but just toward the end, man, uh, things that kind of got a little out of control, and I had to be the bigger person and step away. Okay. Uh, everybody know when you are coaching, you know, you're going to have to deal with parents, and parents come at different levels, you know. Oh, I, I call know. it we have, uh, <laughs> oh, we have, the, me, we have the, no doubt, we have, the, uh, we have the vicarious parents who are trying to live through their kids vicariously, and then we have the realistic parents, the parents who are, who are realistic about their son's skill set and their son's abilities. So kind of had some issues with, I had more vicarious parents than realistic parents. Some things got out of control. Uh, I kind of felt like my coaching staff and my team were in harm's way and, and, and me being the head coach, when everything goes good, it's because of what people in the program do. When yeah. everything goes bad, it's because of me. Right. So I just didn't feel like I can protect my coaches, more importantly, uh, first and foremost, and my, my players, which are important too, but my coaches are like my brothers. You know, I played ball with them in college. Uh, I coach one of them. Uh, shout out to my coaches, man. Uh, Charles Smith, been with me since day one. Uh, Larry McLaughlin, Boo Larry McLaughlin, we were college teammates in college. And uh, my boy uh, Jamal Huff, uh, Huff, he, uh, he has his own little nonprofit, Unity Hoops. Shout out to Unity Hoops, and uh, we played college, we played pro ball together. So, okay, those are my my guys, and and I kind of felt like they were in harm's way because we were dealing with certain parents, and we were really going through a lot. And I'm not in there and dirty laundry, but it, you know, I'm a pretty tough guy. You know, uh, I seen you, <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, I just felt like I couldn't keep my my team safe, I couldn't keep my coaches safe, and the best thing to do was just to walk away. So. What, what happened to parents back in the day? Like it was okay, like it was, everything was okay. Now parents are freaking out all the time yeah. for no reason. I don't know what happened in in society to where that started happening. Well, you, like I, to me, I, I I believe it's like the, the vicarious parent. Like I said, they uh, you know, you have some parents who, you know, it look easy from the sideline. You know, it look easy to play. It look easy to coach, but you know, it's uh, it, it's not that easy. And uh. You know, when, 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 when parents are, are threatening bodily harm to you and threatening to, to do something to where you, you know, I have a two-year-old grandson, man, you know, and he my life right now. You know, shout out to my grandson, Bay Man, love you, homie. He's a big Tight listener man. of the show. He's a yes, big, he yeah, is, but he will be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I can already tell. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, I start thinking about, you know, either losing my life or my freedom to coach a basketball team. It's just not worth it. And it's just unfortunate, man. Milliken was a, man, unbelievable, man. I mean, from the players, I have some great parents too now, you know. Uh, Mr. Mallet, man, I, I love uh, uh, Randy Mallet, man. He's just, his son Jacob played for me. Uh, they, they, they lifers, they Millican lifers. And, you know, I got some, some, some great memories of some parents. It's just that this last year, it was just, it became too much to bear. And the, and the most important thing as a coach, my number one priority is the safety of my program. And when I feel like I couldn't keep my program safe without doing things that's not appropriate, and the best thing to do is walk away, and that's what I did. How did you how did you resurrect Milliken's program in the first place? Because it was like they were four and twenty-two when you came, and then the next year you come in, and all of a sudden, uh, it's a winning program. 
CIS semifinals, uh, making deep runs into the playoffs. How did that happen? Well, uh, a lot of hard work. Uh, me personally, man, I'm, I'm originally from Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh, which is a city where you got to work for everything you get, man. And, you know, fortunate to make it out of the city uh, from a rough neighborhood, uh, Fisherville and Lake Charles. And uh, I just think my upbringing, it just always taught me to never quit and always believe in myself because if nobody don't believe in you, you should be able to believe in yourself. And I think that's what I instilled in a lot of those kids in the beginning, you know. I was a coach that not only I talked to talk, but I walked to walk, you know. I asked them to run, I ran, you know. Everything I asked them to do, I did it per se myself. So when a kid see that, man, you know, he'll play a little harder for you, yeah. you know. And I would always have a joke with him, telling him, you know, I'm 42 years old. Well, I started at Millican, wow. <laughs> I was 40 years old, 40, 41 years old, I'm 47 now. And I would always tell him, man, you know, hey, I've been drinking beers with my buddies all night last night. How can I come up in this gym and outrun you guys? You know, and I'm an old man. And, and some of them, you know, some of them took it personal. Some of them didn't understand it. And then once the light switch clicks on, as they say, we kind of kept it in our own position for uh, quite some years. And uh, just unbelievable run, man. Brian Chambers, uh, he was like, to me, he's the foundation of the new Millican, which is what Millican is now. Uh, he's at Concordia, right? Yeah, he's at Concordia University. I mean, he's the, he's the consummate example of Millican basketball and what it is today, at least when I left it. And that's that this kid was at Millican for four years. His first year with me is his first year playing varsity. He led the league in scoring, first team all more league, and he eventually ended up getting a scholarship. He's at Concordia University right now. So to me, that's what it was all about, man. I wanted to use, you know, the community kids, the local kids. I mean, of course, every night, transferring is a part of high school basketball. And uh, for sure now. I think we need to embrace it and accept it instead of fighting it, you know. Uh, but we had a few transfers come in that, you know, that that was just enough. It's like seasoning meat to me, you know. The core kids at the school were the meat. We brought in a little flavor, a little seasoning, you know. We brought in a Malik Marchetti. We brought in a Mark Thomas. You know, we brought in a Will English. We brought in a Brendan Wilson. And, uh, you know, we brought in a uh, Justin Chambers. And those guys end up being, you know, just enough flavor just to give us what we need. And uh, the main thing is we always say we do it the Millican way. And the Millican way was is that we're going to play boring basketball. I mean, it was exciting because of the style of play. But what I mean by boring basketball is we're going to do the same thing over and over and over again. And I think that was just the key to it, man. You know, uh, the style comes from the style I played. I played at Compton College. And, we, you know, my coach, Lee Porter, God rest his soul, his motto was if we shoot the ball 100 times and they shoot the ball 50 times, we should win the game. So that's kind of the thing we brought to Millican, man. And, uh, it was a hell of a ride, man. I'll never forget that Rancho Cucamonga game, man. It was like, it was beyond standing room only. And uh, they missed a shot at the buzzer for us to go to the semifinals for the first time in 25 years, man. It was unbelievable ride, man. Shout out to the Splash Zone, man. I'll never forget y'all, man. That Splash Zone was off the chain, bro. They won about five games for us. All right, see. You know, the That's what John was. Hey, you can tell that coach has been waiting for someone to ask him about Millican basketball for a couple of months. Yeah, no doubt. He's no going doubt. off our Rancho Cucamonga yeah. games and whatnot. I mean, it's like because when you when you in the fire, you don't get a chance to really sit back and and, and look at some of your accomplishments. Well, you know, uh, my last day at Millican was February first as a coach. I finished out the year there, coach teaching. A lot of people don't know that I was a special needs teacher with special ed kids, so I resigned as a coach. You know, I'm still there as a teacher. And uh, 
You know, you just don't get to look at your work because you're in the middle of it, in the midst of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, at least since February 1st, it's got a chance to look, read a lot of old newspaper articles and, you know, look at some old film and it's like, wow, man. A hell of a ride, man. A you're a big a deal around town. Like, everybody wow. knows you. Well, I, that's nice to know, man. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of a low-key guy, to be honest. Uh, I believe in getting in where I fit in. You know, I, uh, you say I just reputation as this crazy, wild dude. And it wasn't so much as I was crazy and wild. It's just that I was a passionate guy. A lot of people mistake passion for, 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 for me being crazy and wild. You know, I got everybody know I got a moniker. I got a nickname in Compton. It's P.O.D. Uh, stand for pissed off dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's my Julie name. Uh, shout out to my boy George from the Julie, Dino, Chanel, the Julie. They uh, they kind of molded my basketball persona, so to speak, and it's just who I am, man. But I don't consider myself a pissed off dude. I consider myself a passionate old dude. So passionate old dude. That's what POD that's stands me. for. That's okay. what it stands for, <laughs> no doubt. Well, how did how did in the first place you end up at Milliken? So like, where'd that call come from? Uh, glad you asked, man. Uh. Ironically, uh, Ooh, uh -oh. no, I'm going to really enjoy this right here. <laughs> yeah. We just got our food over here. Shout Supermax. out to Supermax on Long, I mean on Willow. Did on I say spring. Right? No, no, spring. spring. Oh, oh spring. man, I get killed for that. I know I know where I'm at, right? <laughs> Shout out to Supermax on Spring, man. Look awesome, man. But uh, ironically, I got the job at Millican because I have a friend of mine who uh, I used to coach with his brother. Uh, he's a uh, like a, f a facility guy on campus. His name is uh, Mr. Collins, Anthony Collins. Okay. And he was like, hey, man, you know, uh, this Milligan job about to open up. You should come on over here. You know, uh, so I came in, and uh, the first person I met was Miss Mary Lou. That's why I'll never forget it. And it's like, came in, I had fresh haircut, fresh sweatsuit on. <laughs> you know, it was white and red, so they were looking at me kind of, yeah, you got to be know, careful. You know, that's the beef. You got to you know, be careful. I'm not going to even say their name. They just no. down the street somewhere. We won't. We won't. Uh, and uh, she was like, I was like, hey, I just want to give you my resume. She's like, well, we're not hiring. I said, well, if you decide to hire, you know, I like to be considered for the job. And so I already had a history with Coach Morgan because uh, a family friend of mine, uh, her name is Ashley Mitchell. Oh, I know Ashley Mitchell. She, okay. She, her, her dad is like a big brother to me. He's like my basketball big brother in Compton. So I used to come to the games and support her when the bleachers were wooden. So when I first came here, you know, it was a – it was a, it was like culture shock to me because it was a lot of changes around yeah. Milliken. But ironically, that's how I ended up getting the job. Uh, so I got to send a shout out to Anthony Collins, man, because if it wouldn't be for, I think the city of Long Beach should thank Anthony Collins because if it wouldn't be for him, I'd have never been here. And I have to say this also, ironically, I got the job at Milliken the day I got a letter in the mail saying that I didn't get the job at Milliken, and I'll explain that to you. Don't get me started on the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, you know, those, that Postal no. Service, you can't trust anybody over there. Yeah, anymore. well, I mean, I don't have a problem with the Postal Service because I send a lot of stuff to Louisiana occasionally. So I think maybe when I explain it to you, you understand. Okay. So they actually hired another guy before me. Who was it? So, uh, his name was Dominique. I don't know his last name. Yeah, he Freeman? Used to be, he used to be the girls coach at Lakewood. Yeah, Freeman. Yeah, he was a Milligan alumnus. It's an yeah. alumni. So, uh, so here it is. I'm in, a, I'm in an interview for two hours, so. I'm thinking everything going great. We laughing, and one of my other friends' nephew played on Milliken's team. So I'm at his pad one night. We're shooting pool, and I'm like, man, I'm just waiting to hear back from Milliken. And he was like, man, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but they hired the coach already, and they had a meeting the other day. So they had already hired the coach. I just hadn't got notification yet. Where after he had one parent meeting, he decided that he didn't want to coach, and he went back to Lakewood to coaching girls. So Ben Martinez called me up. On Friday, ironically, I was on my way to Vegas for for my travel ball team, 
asked me what I was doing. I told him I'm on my way to Vegas. He's like, no, are you coaching? I'm like, uh, not just my travel ball team. He was like, well, first thing first, I wanted to hire you. So I'm like, what's the big, okay, cool. You didn't, you know, why you calling me is what I'm thinking in my mind. Yeah. So he was like, well, the coach we hired, he didn't uh, want the job. So uh, we were wondering if you, if you were still interested. And these were my exact words. I said, well, I wasn't my wife's first choice. So I don't have a problem being Milliken's second choice too. And uh, that's how I ended up getting a job at Milliken. And uh, I was pretty excited about it, man. And like I said, I had an unbelievable, amazing run at Milliken, man. I'll, I'll never forget Milliken basketball. I'll never forget 2800 Snowden, never. We got the NBA. So this is going to air next Thursday. Okay. Okay, but we got the NBA draft coming up tonight. Okay. You got any any big-time predictions for us? I mean, you being a basketball guy, we're actually great basketball minds. If okay. you ever need some uh, assistant coaches, we like to yell. That's about it. But we're pretty – Wait like, a second. Wait a second. Let me ask my question. Okay. okay go Why ahead. do you yell so much? I don't call it yelling. I call it uh, constructive criticism and strong adjectives. It's teaching. Yeah. That's what I call it, yeah. Constructive I, I, little, criticism and strong adjectives. And strong like adjective. What's a strong adjective? What does that mean? Uh, that means that's an adjective that wants you to do more. What's the worst thing that you've said? Uh, the worst thing that I've said was, I'm convinced that you do not have a brain inside your body. <laughs> I'm convinced. That's the worst thing I've ever said to a kid. <laughs> and, uh, did, did, he, did that kid ever prove otherwise? Or, or would, is, uh, this, is the jury still I mean, on that? I was, it was a serious moment, and he laughed so hard, he made me laugh. So oh, my gosh. The moment. But, you know, one thing I learned when I went back to school and I got my master's degree was that you need humor when you're teaching. And I mean, from the outside looking in, it looked like I was, like, screaming and yelling and using strong additives. But it was actually a lot of fun. You know, I'm, you know, I'm more friends with kids who didn't play basketball as opposed to the kids who played because, you know, I like to have fun, man, you know. I'm uh, I That's believe in living in the it. moment. I wish, see, I wish he would yell at me so I knew that he loved me. <laughs> hey, do you want to come uh, help help us coach at St. Cornelius? Not help us coach, but like come for a practice. Oh, without a doubt. I, I, go, to, I go to a lot of practices right now. I got friends who still coach. You know, I, I was a coach for 18 years. I am a coach, just not coaching high school now. Yeah. And I go to gyms, you know. Uh, I help out. I got some buddies that coach in the Drew League. You know, I coach in the Drew League. What do you think? Me, me and Coach Cav versus you two, who, who'd win? Alan Cavanis. Oh, man, he, he'll file boy. out, man. He filed a lot, man. <laughs> Shout out to Al Houdini, my guy. No, we'll take Stop filing, Al. Me and Houdini versus you two. Yeah. I, hey, me and Paul, we <laughs> call your own fouls. If, we, if hey, you're going to oh, be soft we, little. Oh, we don't call fouls. <laughs> yeah, well, he, apparently yeah. he does. Coach Cap barely touches him. Okay, He's well, already calling a foul. Let me rephrase that. He's on the other side of the town right let, now, and you're already let, calling fouls. Let me guy. rephrase that. He doesn't foul. He tackles. It's <laughs> a difference. All right? Shout out to Al, man. That's gritty basketball right there. All right, so draft is tonight. Okay. Who's going number one? Let's go top three. What's your top three? Top three, the uh, the kid from overseas. Uh, Donny, I'm not saying – I'm just naming three. I'm not saying in a spe okay. specific Was order. Was that LaMelo? La <laughs> is that the, the guy from over – he was playing overseas or something? Hey, man, shout out to the balls, man. I actually know him, man. Yeah, you do? I play ball. Fan. I do too. I like him. Does, I play does, ball with LeVar, man. You, I mean, you all that one-on-one, -on -one, like... you know, I don't know LeVar. I'll take that one-on-one. -on -one. You, would you, you beat be, him? You won't be undefeated no more. <laughs> I guarantee you that. But Can LeVar start paying me like a little bit? Because I like back that guy all the time. I don't really know anything about him. I do but too. I just, hey, man, I just look, like balls right. of ball. LeVar want to cut, baby. LeVar bought that bag, and I ain't mad at it, man. He, I, to me, he's a genius, man. I mean, 
He did everything he did when I one commercial. I still have yet to see a big baller brand commercial. So I to know. me, the man is a genius. He's a marketing genius. I'm not saying I would be like him, but I'm just speaking from a father's perspective. If I had a son that never played travel ball but for me, all right, the only person ever trained him was me. And he was a player of the year in high school. He went to UCLA and was the number two pick in the NBA draft. And I got two more sons. Hell, I think I could make them even better than that one too. Yeah. Because I, I would realize some of the mistakes I made with him and try to instill it in the next two. Now that's me speaking how I would do it and, and what my mindset would be. You know, LeVar doing what he do, I don't knock it. Who am I to agree or disagree with a man that's taking care of his family? So that's why I look at it, but man, Shout out to the balls. And like I said, LaVar, I take that one-on-one any day, man. Oh, is LaVar a vicarious parent? Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. That's a good Without question. Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. But he's a, he's, a, he's a vicarious parent with a plan. But getting back to the draft, I, uh, you can't teach height. So, I mean, that. the kid from Arizona, he's seven feet. He can shoot the three. He, he's tenacious around the rim. You know, everybody knocking his rim protection. I mean, you can teach people how to play defense. You can teach people how to shoot. You cannot teach nobody how to be seven feet tall. So me, if I was a franchise, uh, uh, in charge of the franchise, I love Bagley. I know him personally as well. Uh, but I would definitely go with the seven-footer from Arizona, without a doubt. That would be my first pick. And then uh, Bagley, you know, I don't think he's a good fit for Sacramento. I hope he don't go there. But, uh, I mean, to me, he would be the next best person off the board. And then a kid from overseas who I've been hearing a lot about. I've seen a, a little film on him, but my thing is is that, you know, it's a whole nother beast over here. Even though I think that if not tied passing us up when it comes to basketball. Really? We don't teach things the right way. We don't, we don't wow. teach fundamentals That's a hot no take. That is a hot right? take. I'm just being real about it. You know, I think I'm the only coach in America that still teaches the jump stop. I think I'm the only coach in America that still does ball handling drills every day from a high school perspective. And, you know, fundamentals never leave you, you know. I mean, I'm 47 right now. I used to have like a 38, 39-inch vertical lead. Well, that's gone. But I still can get into a basketball game and be very, very productive because of the fundamentals that I was taught. And I just think that over here we, it's with the one-and-dones and, and the, 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 the AAU situation, I just think a lot of fundamentals is, is escaping our uh, American basketball players. You might be right about that because – there was another coach teaching the jump stop, but my dad retired from the YMCA, uh, seven-year-old coaching. Like, don't I don't know, like, probably like 15 years ago. You know what I don't You get? probably felt that loss now that the kids are getting up older. Without a doubt, man. Wow. The jump stop is one of the most fundamental, basic, powerful moves in basketball. And it's almost a lot. It's almost like the mid-range jumper. Like right now, you know, Lost the small start. ball. Everybody Lost either start. shooting the three or going to the basket. There's no more mid-range jumper. Well, the, the, the jump stop is being replaced by the Euro step which I, I hate it's a strong word, it's a word you shouldn't use, but I hate the Euro step. I hate it. We're on, hey, I'm on board. Well, well we're on board because we don't know how to do it. Yeah. Well, we never learned it back in the day. Like, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a part of the, yeah. the like, you weren't taught that. Can Not, you do it? I think I'd trip. I I'm scared. Dance, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's a dance, dance move. Yeah, it's a dance move. Man. Real quick, basketball though. Basketball is dancing. Real so. quick. So, Manu Ginobili created the Euro step. No doubt. But he, he's, he's from Argentina, though. Yeah. That's South America. So, is it the South America step? Okay. Oh, we could call it the Mano. The man who stepped. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. call it that now. Okay. Yeah, no no. We're pretty loose on this podcast, but there's one thing you don't do is, is talk trash on Manu Ginobili. Oh, we're not. we got a spur over here? We're not. <laughs> well, I mean, 
I'm a I'm a I'm a Manu guy. Well, I'm a lefty, so I got love for him. You know, I'm a lefty just like him. So really, that's yeah. why you're a little weird. Yeah, could like- be, could be. Yeah, I've been called a lot worse. <laughs> what? Who's the best uh, player that you've coached or kind of worked with, like, or the highest draft pick, the highest draft pick that you've coached or worked with? That I've ever worked with in my life. Yeah. James James Harden. Harden. It's my guy. Yeah. Uh, Lefty. Also he, good at the Euro step. Yeah, he's a. Yeah. Did you teach him how to flop? No, but I taught him how to play defense. I wish I wish he was flipped that light switch back on. He's I mean, no, play a little no, better this I year. I mean, not though. to knock him. That's my guy. That's that's just a joke. But uh, he can defend, man. You got to understand something, man. Somebody asks you to score 30, if their priority with, with the coach that he have is for him to score 30 points a night, then, you know, he, he got to do what he's being coached to do. But I love James. Uh, uh, he's a Compton kid. You know, I'm from Compton, and uh, that's my guy, man. Uh DeMar DeRozan, he's a Compton kid. Uh, got, uh, you know, he's a guy I work with. Uh, Swaggy P. Yeah. Really? Nick. Yeah, you know, because the Drew League. Yeah. Uh, you know, I do a lot of coaching with those guys. Uh, from a, from an NBA perspective, yeah. Uh, Amir Johnson plays with the 76ers. It's a lot of guys, man. Uh, uh, please, man. Anybody I forgot, man, y'all please forgive me, bro. Uh, I'm getting old, like y'all say, man. So uh, we, we are one but, of the uh, top NBA post- podcasts in the country. It's so a good thing you mentioned James Harden because yeah. I mean that guy will hit us up on Twitter yeah. about anything, you know. Without a doubt, he, no one hops in my DMs more than James Harden. So. <laughs> he wants to come on the show, but yeah. we say sorry, dude. We got Coach Francis coming yeah. on this week, so we're gonna have to save you. Next so we'll time, see. baby. Next time. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? Me? Yeah. You got anything else? What's it called? Rapid, Ra- rapid fire. fire. Yeah, we yeah, got. Let's go rapid fire. We end all rapid of our. Fire. We end all of our uh, our interviews with a set of rapid fire questions. Okay. We call them suicides. Okay. Because uh, people don't call them suicides anymore. You're not Do allowed you know to. you know why? Why? Okay. You can't call them suicides no more because, uh, say, maybe about five to seven years ago, it was like a they, – they thought it was starting to be a suicidal ep- epidemic. So they just – we couldn't use it in practice no more. Okay. Yeah. So we had to call it, like, either line drill or we call it 32 seconds because we give them 32 seconds to do it. So a, a lot of people didn't know that. So here we go. If you needed a bucket, what's the one guy that you've coached at Milliken? If you needed a bucket, who would it be? Wow. It, it, it could never be just one guy. Every year I had a guy. But it's Malik Marchetti without a doubt, man. Malik Marchetti, he was uh, – He's playing in Louisiana. Did you get him over there? Without a doubt. That's where I'm you from. You did? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Without but, a doubt. Uh, Shout out to my man, it? Demetrius uh, Malvo. Uh, a, a childhood friend of mine, uh, Demetrius Malvo, he does a lot of basketball stuff back south. Okay. Found out Malik was transferring. Uh, got me on the phone with Coach Marlin, Coach Johnson over at Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah. We made it happen, got him a visit. Uh, it was out of them in Cal State Northridge, and looked like he made the right decision because. He's killing it. Yeah. He, he uh, like gumbo? Led the conference. I make the best gumbo in California, bro. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, well, not, not, thanks for bringing it. better yeah, watch seriously. your mouth now. I make the best. I make the best gumbo in the state of California. Oh, I want to have some. From northern to southern to central, wherever you at, Bakersfield, San Francisco. Where are you living at now? Can we come over? Anytime. Compton Superdome. We could have done this in the Compton Superdome. Ooh. Shout out to the Compton Superdome, man. I'm the owner. All right. Yeah, that's right. I'm in. Yeah. Can you well, describe your basketball game as a player in one sentence? Poor man Scotty Pippen. <laughs> wow. That's what that's I was called awesome. back in my day. All right. Scotty Pippen's pretty rich, so that, that's good. Hey, sorry, sorry. And I'm pretty poor, so that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Who's your favorite NBA player ever, g- growing up? 
My favorite NBA player, without a doubt, is Michael Jordan. Uh, I, I, everything he did, I, I tried to do, from from a ball head to the way I walked. You wear Hanes? To, to wear the, uh, I wear Hanes and I wear Pro Club. Shout out to Pro Club. Yeah. Right, so. Uniform store three for ten. <laughs> all day, all yeah. day. You got an earring? You know what? It's funny you ask that. You play I baseball? Stopped, I stopped wearing earrings. I do play baseball. I definitely play baseball. Uh, uh, actually, that was my first love. Really? When I, uh, when I first started coaching and playing out here, all my friends in Louisiana was like, when you started playing basketball? Because I'm known as a baseball player in Louisiana. Ooh, Pretty wow. good one. I'm a lefty. I pitched. You know. Breaking news. He's taking a Michael Jordan-like hiatus from Milliken. Yeah. He's going to coach baseball. Hey, we know Ronnie Keister over there. We could get you a oh, little assistant God. coach. Shout out to Coach Keister, man. Back-to-back more league champ. Yeah. That's my homie, man. Yeah. Without a doubt. Friend of the program. Yeah. That's my next yeah. question was, what's your favorite sport besides basketball? Is it baseball? Oh, no. Nah. Who that nation, man? I'm a Saints fan. 24-7. All day, every day, man. Saints fan. New Orleans Saints. Who that oh, nation? Wow. Stand up. Uh, I thought you were talking about my guy Houdini. You, so you like you like Camara then? That's your boy. Oh, without a doubt, man. Okay. And Drew down, I call him Drew down. Drew Brees, it's Drew down. Uh, are you guys good friends? Man, I talk to Drew every other day, man. No, you don't. Of course I don't. Okay. But <laughs> I wouldn't. In my mind, I do. Okay. And when things go bad, I'm I call that black phone on the sideline. <laughs> Say, hey, man, if it's third and one, hey, Sean Pay, man, if you're looking at this, if you get a chance to, when it's third and one. Just hand the ball off, man. Don't do a double reverse flea flicker Hail Mary, man. We need one yard, man. So that's it, man. But shout out to Sean Pay, man. I'm a, I'm a diehard Saints fan. I was born and raised one. I don't know no better. And uh, that's that's what it is. Everybody know me. My, my man cave at home, I call it the Compton Superdome. So okay. that's what the Compton Superdome is. And, uh, you drive a Mercedes? Say it again. You drive a Mercedes? Uh, no, one day soon, though, hopefully. Okay. You know, as soon as I win one of these lottos. <laughs> You know, right now I'm driving Good a Ford luck. Explorer still. Uh, you know, I nice keep my rims Explorer. clean, though. Okay. Yeah. When you're ready to join the ranks of Hyundai, you let me know. Same. I got okay. a Hyundai. I got a Hyundai, Hyundai Santa Fe. This is official Hyundai podcast. Okay. We're just going to keep saying that until they throw us some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Hyundai. <laughs> yeah. What's your best coaching moment of all my, time? My best coaching moment was uh, back in 2004 when I led a school who was considered the worst school in the history of LA Unified to a uh, championship. Really? What back to back championships. King Drew High School. Oh, that's where they, that's where they host the. Uh, that's where they host the Drew League at. Okay. Uh, I'll never forget. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm almost about to tear up now, man. It's, you know, it was, it was a magnet school. We considered a bunch of nerds. They said that we would never be relevant in, in, in basketball. And look at them now, you know. They just won CIF this year. Really? And it was their first CIF championship since I had won it back in 2004. So, unbelievable, unbelievable uh, players there. Uh, Marvin Mills, Jamal Thomas, one of the greatest players I ever coached in my life, Marcus Rogers. He was a beast, man. Uh, Daniel Stewart, Terrell Burgess, uh, unbelievable times. I mean, I'll never forget that group. We won the championship in 2003, and then we came back and won it in 2004. So, I'll never forget that, man. We're a well-known anti-nerd podcast, but we might have to reconsider. <laughs> yeah, well, are you a nerd? I used to be. Okay. Without a doubt. When I okay. first moved to California, I was definitely a nerd. Okay. Definitely. Uh, we just, we're very new to our, our newest intern, producer Jack. You have any dirt on him? Apparently you know him. I know Jack, man. Jack a Milligan Ram like myself, man. Old Metal Mouth Jack. It's my guy, man. I see him around campus, man. We chop it up from time to time. What's, what's he doing? Is he a nerd? Is he carrying books? He's like dropping them, dropping textbooks I, I, all around, I, I, and then his glasses fall off, and then he starts sneezing. <laughs> he graduated. 
Did you? Barely. I heard it was barely. Oh, get out of here. I didn't know that, man. Congratulations, bro. Yeah, man. Good guy, man. Always speak to me. Always respectable. You know, don't big time. You know, a lot of the kids on campus, I tell them, don't big time me, man. You know, when I, what I mean by this, they want to speak to me on game day because, you know, coach might slide my ticket. But, but Jack was cool, man. He spoke to me every day, man. And congratulations on graduate, man. Hell of an accomplishment, bro. Yeah. Good stuff, Jack. What's yeah. your favorite uh, basketball movie of all time? My favorite basketball movie of all time is Before Your Time. Okay, what is it? It's called The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh. See, I've heard of that. Because okay. that's, Wait, someone else said that. Somebody else said that on the show, but I forget who it was. It might have been Coach Cav. Yeah, he old man like me, so it could have <laughs> been. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was starring uh, Dr. J. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of, that's my, my favorite movie. That? Who's Dr. J? Julius I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't wait until me and Coach Cabin will play you too. Hey, we're, hey, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're yeah. going to do it. I can we're dunk here. on you. We're going to do it at St. Anthony's too. Yeah. We want to be on the road. Hostile yeah, environment. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's tough to win there. Yeah. It's hey. tough to win over there. So shout out to my crew, the Compton Ballers, man. That's my Pro-Am team. DC, Tran, Gil, Seneca, Keon, Twan, uh, Rodney, Huff, Country, Yacht Boy. Shout out to the Compton Ballers, man, without a doubt. Well, is it like a 26U team? Uh, it's more like a... Uh, <laughs> Can I join it? It's a 35 and older team, man, Ooh. but Ooh. I'm the oldest statesman on the team. I'm 47, and okay. uh, we're not that bad. We're off to a good start this year, 4-1. Right. Uh, it's the Pro-Am in Compton at Lucas Park. Uh, I got a lot of different T.O. plays in it. Shout out to T.O. Hall of Fame. Terrell Owens? Terrell Owens plays in the league. Well, you uh, know all these guys? Yeah. Man. Damn, yeah, all right. Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. Ooh, this is a big so, deal. Yeah. T.O., like we said, T.O., another big friend of the program. Yeah. We know, no, that was, do we know somebody that knows him? No, that was Chad Johnson. Never mind. Chad Ochocinco. Okay. No, no, no. We, or is it T.O.? No, it no, was no, T.O. We, we met a lady that went on a date with T.O. Yeah. Like uh, two months ago before before one of our podcasts. <laughs> yeah. And we said, we're doing a sports podcast. And she goes, oh, really? I'm not an athlete, but I went on a date with Terrell Owens. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's in a, the boo. You've been in the right. boo with him? Malibu? Wasn't it in Malibu? Oh, it was in the boo. S somewhere. Somewhere. Santa Monica? No. Like, somewhere nice. Yeah. Never been to the boo. Heard about it, though. So we're basically like good friends with T.O. So. Pretty much, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We'll yep. get him on the show. Yeah. We'll get him on the show. Yeah, both of yeah. you guys. We'll bring you yeah. up. Both, both, both that Without guy. a doubt. Looking forward to uh, Gumbo at the Compton Superdome. Yeah. Hey, man. I keep a bag frozen, man. All right, Coach. Never hey, know. Oh, hey, for sure. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to do it. Hey, we'll you can hold me to that. Whenever y'all ready, just let me know. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Coach, thanks for joining us, man. That was a hey. good time. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I really do. Good luck this summer with uh, – you probably West got Coast a bunch Elite. of stuff. Yeah, West Coast Yeah, League heading out to Atlanta uh, in uh, July. Okay. Uh, we, we, we win our first game in, in Atlanta. We qualify for nationals, unnormal nationals. So, like our motto is, is I'm all in. I'm definitely all in with West Coast Elite, without a doubt. When you go to Atlanta, say what up to Migos for me. Those are my guys. Is that right? Uh, I have no idea who the Migos are. <laughs> who are they? It's a rap group. Oh, rap group. Oh, my favorite rapper is Scarface. So okay. I'm still listening to Scarface right what now. What about Lil Wayne? He's from Louisiana. Lil Wayne, he all right, you know, but I'm a Scarface guy. Okay. Yeah, he Coach. from New Orleans. I'm from Lake Charles. It's a difference. Okay. Coach, we know you got Spotify though, so you need you need to like Spotify, man. Shout out to Spotify and Hyundai. We're looking for that yeah, sponsorship, Sp baby. Well, actually, those Good are two man. of our biggest sponsors. Uh, they both pay a million per episode. Okay. Spotify well, wow. And well, Hyundai, so. Wait, so look, whatever y'all giving me, you don't have to put it in a check. You just yeah. put it in one of them little brown bags, okay. man. And I just, you know, I get on to the house with it. <laughs> I'm going to stop and get some gas. I'm going to get on back to Compton, man. Yeah, hey, man. Paul, I just want to say, man, I appreciate you, man. Uh, we, we, we did some hell of a work back in the day, man. And uh, I'll never, ever forget Milliken, man. Milliken always have a place in my heart, man. Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable, man. You're the man, Coach. Thanks I for joining us, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Right, thanks, thanks Coach. Hey. Wow. 
if you think that you and Coach Cav can beat me and Coach Chris in a one-on-one or two-on-two basketball game, you're out of your mind. I can't believe, believe that was a question. It's a fact. There's no way. We'd back you guys down. There's no way. I mean, Francis is a baller, no doubt, but Coach Cav's got kind of a bigger butt, so you just box him out. And we played one-on-one that one time at Wheeler Park, and I won. Yeah, but that was outside basketball. We don't. That doesn't even count. Yeah, street ball. Street ball doesn't even count. We'll take, where do you want to play? In the gym? And it was also one-on-one. We're talking two-on-two now. Teammates, baby. You think you could stop a pick-and-roll with me and Chris Francis? That's a joke. Also, back down. Neither, neither of you guys get a shot. I know you can't hit a shot. I've never seen him hit a shot. Well, I'm, well, it doesn't matter. I see Coach Francis hit zero shots. You don't life. need to make a shot when you can just get to the rim whenever you want. That's the thing. Uh, know what Coach taught me most mm-hmm. is he was the king of the shout out. All these kids with their social media tagging, they don't understand the the original tag was just a shout out. Mm-hmm. I just want to hang out with him again. He, that's cool that he said we could go to his house. Did he say that on air? I forget. Or he I don't know, but he's going he's gonna to give us some gumbo. I actually was eating a lot of gumbo this weekend, so now I have a solid base of knowledge because he was making some you know, some big claims, fairly wild claims about having the best gumbo, what do you say, the in the state? The best gumbo in the state, which is a big deal because California is one of the biggest states in the union. Right, but we probably make one of the least amounts of gumbo. Yeah, the gumbo. So he's like a big fish in a big pond, yeah. but with like no other fish. The gumbo to person capita in this state is just Miniscule. very, very small. Minuscule. Yeah. Is that small? Does that mean small? Probably. Yeah. Min means small because yeah. max means a lot. That's just how I figured. Yep. All right. Let's get on to our next segment. Your favorite. Everybody's favorite except for yours, I'd say. What's well, my best? It's it's funny. You're, you're funniest during this segment. Actors and their movies. This is going to be a tough one for you, I think. I think it's going to be a real tough <laughs> I think round. It might be. I think it's going to be a real tough round. Uh, we got so what, what's his name? Pajama Jack. He's not here. Producer Pajama Jack is not here. So we got producer Taylor here with us. Hey, producer Tay, can you give us the first actor? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum's pretty hot. Channing Tatum. Uh, Someone actually said that I looked like Channing Tatum the other day. Did they? Yeah. Was it you? No, it wasn't me, but I also said that I don't think that's true. And they say, yeah, I think it is true. So, hey, shout out, hey, shout out to that person. <laughs> shout out to whoever is, like, stupid enough to ever give Paul a compliment. You need to stop. You need to stop. It's not healthy for him. Yeah, but it still makes me feel good. Right. I don't need it, but, shoot, I don't need Coors Light all the time, but it right. makes you feel good. Ooh. What? I have some inside news. Okay, let me hear it. It's actually going to expose you as a fraud. Oh, no. I heard that over the weekend, Paul had a very viable, solid chance to go to the Annex, and he did not go. And here he is saying he's a he's a Long Beach sports sports and bars guy. The yeah. Annex is a classic. Yeah. And he, he went home instead of going to the Annex. But I'm more of a sports guy than a bars guy. I had to get up at 5 a.m. to watch the uh, soccer match. It's easiest way to get up early is to be drunk, and then you have a headache and you can't sleep. No, that's not how I work. Exactly if I got sauced and passed out at 3 a.m., there's a 0% chance I wake up for a 5 a.m. soccer game. And that's a fact. Well, they close it too. So I'm smart, but you gotta you got to imagine that you can't just immediately go back home and fall asleep at 2. So you get, you get home, it takes a little bit of time, 3 o'clock rolls around, you fall asleep. All right. Chain Tatum, 
I don't know if I've ever seen a movie with you. I'm just trying. You try to expose me, but you can't because I, I, I ain't we'll, no fraud. We'll let the viewers decide. I ain't no fraud. We'll let the viewers decide. Sports guy. Okay, Channing Tatum. What's your what's your what's your movie? What's your favorite movie? Is is he in the one where they go back to high school to be police? Yes. Okay, I've seen that. That's, what's it called? That's the only one I've seen. Twenty One Jump Street. That was a good movie. I do like that movie. I do like that movie. He was he was pretty decent, but you know we were just having this conversation uh, with a few friends. There's no good comedies anymore because we keep trying to put these like Chain Tatum is not a comedian. He's I funny though. No, he has stuff written for him. He's that's funny. fine, but he, he's not like we don't have the classics. He from, has stuff written for him. We don't have the Are classics from the nineties. They all have stuff written for him. You idiot. David Spade, Chris Farley. I mean, we have freaking Chain Tatum, so that all the like moms can go wild over his body. It's fine. But, like, he's not a funny dude. I think he's funny. He's My, whatever. He was in what? I think he was in She's the Man. That was a pretty funny movie. He was good in that. Amanda Bynes. I'm going to go with Step Up 2. Step Up 2. Step Up 2 is better than Step Up 1. We all know that. <laughs> you seen that movie? I literally have zero image of this movie in my head. I can't even come up with, like, a slightly Isn't that the one where they're, like, dancing in the rain like this? Is that that one? Yeah. yeah it's a hell you know how movie. Star Wars? Great Star track. Wars is like Star Wars, one, the Return of the whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't be Step Up Two, the plate. That is pretty. If good. It was about a plate. Or, I, I'm sorry, I have no idea what it was about. Yeah, it's a dancing movie. Oh. What do you mean? Why would it be about a plate? What kind of plate? Footloose. It's kind of like the, it's like the new hip hop version of Footloose, basically. Coach Carter. Channing Tatum's in Coach Carter. That's a good. That people do forget that wow. that is a that's a very valid point. Coach Carter is a hell of a movie. Wow, that is that. his. That is him. I'm just thinking about it right now. Do I change it? Do I change? I'm gonna I'm sticking with it. But Coach Carter is a good movie. I'll give you that one. I'm not gonna pick Coach Carter because it's not my favorite basketball movie. You know what I mean? Well, you pro- you would have quit. No, <laughs> that's a, that's absolutely untrue. Coach Carter was filmed at. Uh, Pauly High School, and everybody that went to Pauly High School will never. Wasn't also from the same Anthony? Know. Was it? I think was so. both of them. I think so. They'll, they'll always remind you that Coach Carter was filmed at the Pauly Gym, the Ron Palmer Pavilion, actually, is what it's called, and they'll also remind you that as well. All right, what's the next actor? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is a wild one. I'll tell you what. You go first. I don't want to steal anything from from you, so you go first. I, like I don't. I've never sat through an entire parts of the Caribbean. That movie sucks. I can't deal with it. That's a hot take. That's an awful take. You've never. You don't like Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Oh my. Goodness. Johnny Depp's so full of himself. What? First of all, I'm pretty sure I don't know the difference between him and Orlando Bloom. Aren't they the same guy? There's like whoever used to talk about in high school. They're, they don't even look the same. Uh, that's just who the girls used to talk about in high school. Well, yeah, because they're hot. Like, I don't gonna, know. Are you going to knock them because they're pretty decent looking? Who was in the Char- Charlie Chanka and the whatever? That's Johnny Depp. I didn't see it. See, I don't like... <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. I like the old Willy Wonka. I don't like the new... Well, one is called Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. One's called Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Like, make up your mind. Whose Chocolate Factory is it? Well, at the end... Charlie gets the chocolate factory. I don't want to like, I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but that's what happens. Wait, do you think that you is there a movie I've seen with Johnny Depp? I've seen parts of the Caribbean parts. Never really liked it. Never. I can't believe you never. Well, here's the deal: is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Right. 
What, what, see, that's where that's where everybody. I would dislikes like Pirates it. of the Caribbean, but <laughs> but no one wants to pronounce it like that. It, I would call it if it was alone. I call it Caribbean, but if it's like with something, I think I call it Caribbean. I actually don't know if I've ever seen any Pirates of the Caribbean, but it just bothers me like all those clothes as a pirate. Like why? Like it seems so heavy. Everything's so heavy. Yeah, but it gets cold. And then you have to have that parrot on your shoulder, and it's just like, ugh, get me out of all this. I can't believe you don't like pirates. I'm trying to break loose. That's terrible. That's just terrible. (laughs) I got a little hot one here for you. A little hot one. My favorite Johnny Depp movie, Rango. You ever seen it? No. Rango is pretty sweet. It's it's, what's it called? Animation? It's an animation film. Dude, he's like a little lizard. Uh, Was a lizard lizard or a chameleon? Chameleon because he changes colors. Dude. It's a freaking good. It's a good flick. You would like it. I'm gonna have to put that one in the old queue. Yeah, you should. Rango. <laughs> Wait, you have I really it? not seen a Johnny Depp movie? Uh, what's a famous one? Shock a lot. You ever seen that? That's uh, a pretty good. Movie. Absolutely not. Uh, what else? Blow. Ooh, Edward Scissorhands. I'm obviously in Blow. Is that him? Edward Scissorhands is him, right? Ooh, what about like the Tim Burton movies? He's always in those weird fl- films. Yeah, I don't like. See, I don't like that. Tim Burton. Speaking of overrated people, Tim Burton, brutal. This guy's better than me. Are you freaking serious? Hell no. All right, Johnny Depp, you need you need to come out with a movie that's actually watchable, so I can watch. It I yeah, that's and false, judge you as an false, actor. False, 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 false. false. Well, all right, what's the last one? Nick Cage. Ooh, speaking of great actors, okay, Nick Cage. He's now go. right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. All right, you go first. Oh, yeah, this is hard. This is gonna be real hard. That's a good one. We might have the same one. What's the one where he's in like uh, where he keeps opening the door? He has to open the door like three times before he talks. He's like in the Miami or something. Uh, <laughs> I forget. One. That's a definite good one. My Gago and my old classic. Just uh, a great movie. Saw it on a rainy rainy day one time when I was a kid. Gone in sixty seconds. Wow. That's just wow. That's just didn't an expect it. Yeah. See, every once in a while, I'll pull one out. Didn't expect it. That's an all timer for me. That might be one of the greatest movies of all time. That's great. Absolutely great. Have we even have we done Nick Cage before? I think uh, we might because I've heard you say that before. I think <laughs> maybe we have. I don't know. Yeah, we might, we might have done it. But Gone in sixty seconds is a good one, and you know. Wow, they stole all those cars. I, I'm going to steal this one for you from you, and you're going to not like it at all. You got to go National Treasure too. Right. I think it's just a no-brainer. It's so good. It's so good. National Treasure two. Look, I like National Treasure one. Don't get me wrong, but National Treasure two is unbelievable. It's becoming, it's becoming one of those things where if it, if a TV station's playing both of them, it's like almost it's almost becoming a Harry Potter re- rerun. Thing. Like you know when Harry Potter runs yes, on, you true. have to watch it. True, that's true. And National Treasure, sometimes you think it's reached it. Huh? You'll catch those on a, on a on a on a summer weekend day on like TNT. Love it, and it's over. Game over. Oh, if they put them back to back, I Ugh. I'm sitting there for six hours. There's no doubt At about least. it. And I'll Dude, watch the they, commercials. You know what pisses me off is they said they're going to make National Treasure three, and they never did. Well, not yet. Is it still coming out? What? But National Treasure two came out like ten years ago. That's how you know we're getting old. Remember when that first came out? Oh, I waited in line to the Yeah. Man. I would do anything to go back ten years to watch that again. I'd give I'd give I'd give up my spot on this show. And you know how much that means to me. Well you're the goat. The show would fall apart. <laughs> Very true. All right. Producer Tay, appreciate your help. Let's, stay. Let's move on to the nine oh eight athlete of the week.
not a lot of stuff going on right now because it's summer and there's no sports on. Not true. Dude Tour is coming to Long Beach this weekend. Really? Who, who you got? Uh, the only guy I know is Sheckler. Ryan Sheckler still is a skateboarder? He won it last year. No way. Yeah. There's one, little, there's one like, Mexican kid that's, like, maybe 17 years old that I like. Lopez might be his last name. Louis Lopez, I think, is his name. Louis Lopez. Look that up. If you're listening to this show, look up Louis Lopez, and if he's a skateboarder, tweet at me. And if he's not, just call me a nerd, and I'll take it. I'm going, I'll take it. I'm going Kareem Campbell. Is he going to be there? Kareem Campbell, I'm. he's got to be retired. No, he could still he could still kick it. I I think that Casper slide. Well, it might be tough kickflip underfoot because I don't know if he skateboards during the summer because he has that sweatshirt that he wears. What do you mean? I don't know. He, didn't he always wear? Oh sweatshirt? yeah, you're right. On the video games, yeah, he did. I was more of a Chad Muska guy, one foot five oh thumping. Well, that just says it all about you. Well, you don't like Chad Muska? Guy brings out the boombox while he's grinding. Are you serious? Yeah, he's actually kind of tight. He was kind of tight. Jeff Rowley, that's a. That, I think we can all agree on Jeff Rowley. Was yeah, just a diva. He's never going to be your first choice, but no. it was kind of a diva. But he was great. That's like picking Je- Jeff Ogilvy to, to play golf well. Like he's, no one loves him, know, but yeah, it's like a smart, decent. I'll choice. never pick Jeff Ogilvy for <laughs> anything. All right, nine hundred athlete of the week. Milliken senior now. Malik Bradford. You hear about this? No. Malik Bradford just committed to Cal, Cal Berkeley. Wow. Yeah. He's that good? He's that good. Wait, he didn't graduate? He's still no, good. he's so still going to be he's going to play a year and he's going to know where he's going? Yeah. Wow. What comfort is that, huh? Well, it's a target on your back is what it is. Malik Bradford, friend of the show, because his brother was on the show, Jarrell Bradford. Yep. Shout out to Jarrell Bradford. Shout out Jarrell Bradford. Shout out uh, all my Milk and Rams out there. Paul Slater, shout out uh, Coach Francis. Yep. He committed to Cal. I actually texted him, and I texted his brother. I said, I'm kind of pissed that they didn't tell us first so we could break the news. Right. We could break news, guys. We're, we're willing. We're, uh, we may not look like it, but we're a couple of big-time journalists here. We're media. We're media. There's so no doubt about it. We you have, have big news to break. You, we have playoff or we have high school football passes. So if you get a football pla- pass, yeah, a media pass, then you're a big-time media member. The only news we've actually broken was on that marriage. What marriage? Peel. Oh, yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> that was big. Uh, well, but we could break other news. We also broke the news that Jessica Hardy was not going to name her kids Paul or John. Right. Actually, and I we, think she had a girl, so that was we broke that news. Yeah. Also, we broke the news that all refs are blind. Yes, after, we did. After yes, what? we did. Years yeah. and years of like people wondering, like, are refs blind? And, and now finally. And Bobby told us, which was nice. Yeah. Wow, we are big time guys. Yeah. He's committed to Cal, Malik Bradford. Shout out to him. That was sweet. Going to be a big year for the Rams, I think. Huge. Also, speaking of grind my gears, uh, it is <laughs> seven on seven passing league season right now. You ever heard about this? I don't. I know I don't care. <laughs> you don't. Seven on seven is the biggest scam of all time. I got no time for seven on seven. Yeah, it makes you better. It, like it, it helps you out as a player, but colleges go to seven on seven things and like think, Oh, this guy's pretty good. We should give him a scholarship. It's not even close to the same thing as real football. Not the same sport. It's not even close. And it just bothers me how people hype this seven on seven thing up. Oh, I got to go to this seven on seven match. No, it's a freaking nightmare. These kids are getting scholarships on absolutely nothing. It shows no grit. You got to learn how to go over the middle and take a freaking big time hit. But I guess maybe it does. 
maybe it is a big deal now because you can't hit anybody anymore in football. Yeah. We've learned that. We've learned that. It's turned into soccer. Who, football is turned into soccer. Here we go. Hey, a little hot topic here. What? Who flops more now, football or soccer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was football and basketball next week or last week, but is it, fo- is it football now? Maybe. Paul, you need a vacation, man. I do. You're thinking about sports and it's just pissing you off. Well, because you know how much I like people that aren't soft. Mm-hmm. I love that so much, and I j- it's rare to come by nowadays. Yep. Everything is soft. Coach Francis isn't soft. Our guests are all tough guests, and I know that. I think that's a fact. Uh, let's look back. Yeah. I think so. Maybe the softest guest that we've got was – I'm going to go Severson because he's probably – You're just picking old guys. They can't still hit people <laughs> because they're older. No, but I think it's just too sauce to listen to this right now, so he's not – he probably won't listen to it. That's Severson. That guy's the man, dude. Yeah. we got to get him back yes. on the show. All right. That's it. I think that's our show. You got anything else to say? No. Me either. Great show, though. I had fun. Make sure you subscribe. If you're listening to this for the first time, make sure you subscribe to our our show on the Apple Podcast app or go to SoundCloud. You can check it out there. Or go to our app because we'll have the link to Full the episode. Yeah, Full episode. podcast on the app now. Yeah. So uh, check that out. Go to the app store, by the way, 908. What, type in LB908. LB908. It'll pop up some great stuff going on on the app right now. You got your show coming out, right? Show, yeah. Or it already came out. There's been a couple good ones already. Sweet. That's sweet. Well, I'm just, that's just crazy that you get your own show and you get to come on to this show, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Why don't I get my own show? <laughs> you want your own show? Uh, I should have my own show. All right. Uh, t- hey, tweet at us if you want to be on the show, by the way. Give a DM. Let us know. You don't even have to DM us. You could go on Facebook and like hit us up or whatever. I don't care. Let us know why you want to be on the show, and we'll see if we can get you on. Nice little segment there for you. Hot topic. Would you rather drink a a gallon of Mountain Dew and watch a real sport or drink uh, a pint of cold Coors Light but have to watch that skateboarding thing all weekend? Mm. I might go Mountain Dew. They kind of combine two just like two things that are not as good as yeah. what they – like Mountain Dew's just a weak – Soft drink and skateboarding is just not as Mountain Dew gets you hyped up, though. A lot of caffeine in Mountain Dew. You know what's good? Mountain Dew and vodka. You drink that on a nice St. Patrick's Day, that's going to be good stuff for you because it's green. Or drink a bunch of Diet Coke and then swallow some Mentos and have someone socking the stomach. And then it feels No, it's awesome. It feels great. You should try it. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, put that in my back actually pocket. Actually, fixes most of your problems. I'll put that in my back pocket. Can't. Well, I, I got a lot of problems, so hopefully, it could fix them yeah, all. That'll get. That'll get them. Life is great in the 908, John. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot.
tricks, alley-oops. You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that. Next time, remember who you're playing. You get no mercy, know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up, catch you on the rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?